podcast is brought to you by Nova Southeastern University's Fischler School of Education and Human Services. The Fischler School has the largest graduate school of education at an accredited university, serving more than 14,000 students each academic year in some 55 cities across the United States, plus approximately 40 other countries. Hello, this is Dr. Marilyn Gardner with the United States Distance Learning Association, and thank you for joining us for our weekly podcast. Our podcast today is entitled The Dynamics of USDLA State Chapters, and USDLA stands for United States Distance Learning Association. So thank you very much for joining us, and I have the distinct honor of being here with Van Bridgman. Van, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for having me here, Marilyn. Thank you. I know you have a very busy schedule, and I appreciate you taking the time. Many of you may know Van. He's been very involved in the distance learning community. Van is Assistant Director for the Center for Mediated Instruction and Distance Learning at California State University, Dominguez Hills, near Los Angeles, if you're not familiar where that is. He's been there for close to 12 years and he has worked with USDLA's California chapter, the Alliance for Distance Learning in California, serving as President and Executive Board Member. He also, in his spare time, serves on the USDLA Board of Directors as Senior Vice President, working with state chapters of the USDLA. And thank you for all your efforts in that area. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be of service with my colleagues. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Van. I know everybody really enjoys working with you, too. Could you talk just a few minutes? People may not be aware of what are state chapters in USDLA and how do they function and how do they work? Could you just kind of start in that direction? Sure. USDLA is a national organization, and there are 26, currently 26 state chapters of this organization that are nonprofit, sometimes 5013C organizations that are communities of practice that are built around distance learning, the theory, the practice, the technology, and the social aspects of distance education. They're throughout the country. There are more chapters being organized. And as we sit here, I have meetings later on with people who are looking to form state chapters. And they are an opportunity to get the on the ground grassroots feeling of what's happening throughout the country in the area of education, using educational technology, the legislative, the policy making, and also the practicums, the, the best practices of distance education right now. Excellent. There may be a lot of listeners who are not members of USDLA, but are very involved in the distance learning community. And if they joined uh, USDLA, would they be able to become involved and start their own state chapter or a local chapter? And what are some of the initiatives? What are some of the programs and projects and activities that the state chapters actually do on a daily basis. There are some very exciting opportunities and activities going on throughout the country. The most recent and most dynamic development 
has been the initial meeting of the New York Area Distance Learning Association with my colleague Lou Strickoff, who had their meeting a few days ago at the same time that the Pope had visited New York City, <laughs> and yet the attendance was phenomenal. It had been a long time in coming, and Lou had also started the Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey chapters. So it was well attended by a number of educational, uh, nonprofit, and corporate organizations. That seems to be off and running. That's very important to USDLA nationally. It's important to every other state chapter because what happens is we're allowed, we, we're able to collaborate. There's no reason in today's economy or today's society that we should have to reinvent the wheel. What may work in one situation may work somewhere else. I can tell you that in Florida, that chapter has been reinvigorated. In Texas, that, that chapter has always thrived. And they're working with states around Texas to help draw new members and get great ideas for initiatives. In California, we've started a regional approach where there are contiguous states that do not have a state chapter of USDLA, and we're working with them to A, help them start their own state chapter, but also to bring them into some of our activities in the Alliance for Distance Education in California because we are contiguous, contiguous and people go back and forth between the states, both professionally and socially, so there are opportunities to initiate programs that benefit a great number of people. What a wonderful networking opportunity for members for USDLA or even non-members to become involved and get to know the institution a little better and then also meet the movers and shakers in the industry. I imagine at your meetings you can almost feel the electricity in the air. Well, you know, one of the things that I look forward to is I belong to some other organizations and if you're in a hotel room and you're a professional and you want to plug into the organization where you're at, you can just drop a phone call and say, hey, I'm in town, do you want to have lunch and talk about what you're doing? It's a wonderful networking opportunity and we don't connect enough in our profession because when I started out, distance learning was kind of a novelty. There yes. was this dichotomy between the technologists and the academics. Well, we know that that doesn't exist anymore, and we have kind of developed into distance learning professionals, and there should be a professional society that celebrates our best practices and our professionalism. You are absolutely right. I know you're working on a lot of initiatives over the next year. Could you share some of those exciting initiatives? I think the most important initiative that will be happening is the reorganization of USDLA into uh, geographic regions. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that it does not recognize the sovereignty or the identity of each state chapter, but what it will do is provide opportunities where you can share common economic situation, common social and industrial situations, so that you don't have to do all the heavy lifting on your own as, as a state chapter. I will refer to the situation on the West Coast. We just found out that there's a horrible budget deficit in the California state budget that is severely impacting public education. As a result, there are, we are now able to present things that we know as distance learning professionals to legislative bodies 
not just in California, but also to Arizona, Nevada, and Oregon, and, and maybe even Hawaii, that shows that while you can't make any money in distance learning, there may not be any reasons to build any more brick and mortar right now. Mm-hmm. To look at some of the ADA and FTE issues that exist so that there's more acceptance of classes that are either use mediated instruction or distance learning. And most importantly, in the K-12 situation, how to answer that those issues about custodial care when a child is able to go through the assignments and through the programs very quickly and doesn't need to be in the seat. Very good. Thank you. I think there are probably a lot of people out there who would like more information on the state chapters or hopefully even starting their own state chapters. I, you, you mentioned that we had about 26 state chapters. That's correct. So there's a good uh, number of states out there uh, where we're looking for people to initiate a state chapter. How would they get in touch with you, Van? to actually get more information on uh, starting a state chapter? Well, they could call me at my office at Dominguez Hills, which is 310-243-2675. They could also send me email, and my email address at Dominguez Hills is V-B-R-I-D-G-E-M-A-N, Victor Bravo, Rainbow, Ida, Delta, George, Echo, Mary, Alpha, Nancy, Oh my gosh, you've done that a few times. <laughs> At Charlie Sam Utah Delta Harry or CSUDH dot EDU. And email is usually better because I'm running around doing a lot of different things. But I, if you can catch me on the phone, I'm more than willing to spend some time with you and initiate the dialogue that helps you get to where you want to be. Van, thank you very much. I really appreciate you joining us here today. This is Dr. Marilyn Gardner with the United States Distance Learning Association. And if you would like to find out more information about USDLA, you can reach us at www.usdla.org. Thank you very much, and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by Nova Southeastern University's Fischler School of Education and Human Services. The Fischler School has the largest graduate school of education at an accredited university, serving more than 14,000 students each academic year in some 55 cities across the United States, plus approximately 40 other countries. The Fischler School of Education and Human Services is dedicated to the enhancement and continuing support of teachers, administrators, trainers, and others working in related helping professions throughout the world.